going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Button Check, powered by Mainline, where we deliver all the juicy smash news happening all over the world. I'm Banjo. I'm Drago. And with us here is uh, Bobbles. He's new, and he's joining us to be the third. So go ahead and introduce yourself, Bobbles. Yeah, what's up? Uh, I'm Bobbles. Uh, I'm from the west. I'm from the other side of the state, West Texas uh, region, San Angelo to be specific. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm super happy to be here. I appreciate you guys having me on. Talk about Smash stuff. It's what I do all day. May as well do it in front of the camera and a mic. You know, while I'm at it. For sure. Is brown like West Texas's official color? Because there's like a lot of brown going on. In there, I, look, I look. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, I haven't. I haven't gotten a good look. Look, it's it's all about. You got to keep these warm colors in the room. Helps me sleep at night. Word. And with all my protecting you, like right above your pillow. Oh yeah, right, right at yo, right at yo. I kiss him good night every every. Bro, every night. I wish I had all my posters. I wish that would be so bad. <laughs> Some place where I wish that I was at, though, for sure, especially in March, is Smash Summit. So Smash Summit, the invites went out. Uh, you had Zero, your MK Leos, of course, and your Nyros. But on the other half of that is real interesting because it's Armada, Leffen, and M2K. I feel like that those three literally got invited just because it's the Summit House. Mm-hmm. Not trying to dry hate or nothing, but that's just me. I feel like you can get more interesting personalities especially with the remaining invites so that's how i feel about it. like who do y'all think should be there i well, i personally don't think nairo armada and left i mean armada left and m2k should be there bro but I, think, I know why i think the list is great i mean you got to look at it from the summer's perspective these are like the three biggest names in smash right now armada is still big even though he retired from melee like he's doing a bunch of ultimate content and he's armada Leffen is the same way, and M2K is the same way. Zero is booming. MK Leo is MK Leo. He's not necessarily a big content creator, but everyone knows who he is. He just won Smash Conference as well. And then Nairo is the Smashers of all time as well. So it makes sense from that perspective. And then it also makes sense competitively. Leffen's pretty good. M2K is pretty good. And Armada will probably be pretty solid. So then they're doing like the other four invites through Genesis, and we still don't know exactly how. But I'm hoping that however they pick those four wild cards, that Samsora's in it. That's all I want. Yeah, I definitely I like obviously from like a Smash Ultimate perspective, it doesn't make it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because it's like Leffen's entered, you know Leffen, Leffen and Armada have been producing a lot of ultimate content, but I think it's like like Drago said, it was just a lot of like these guys are personalities in in, in Smash. They're the most well known. These guys are gonna be the ones that are gonna help bring the viewership that especially a summit like a summit like this where it's a brand new game and everything like that doesn't it's not like the melee summit where there's been like seven of them you know they just want to bring in people that they know will also bring in viewers and then leaving the four wild card slots open i like it um it definitely gives a a, uh, it makes genesis even more like watchable than it already was uh because now on top of finishing at the top of the bracket in genesis there's like these four spots for this uh, the summit out uh, out too uh i really hope like sam sora i would be totally down for uh tweak i think tweak i think deserved a spot yeah, but i i, I have i have no doubts that he's probably going to earn one as well the dude's the dude's a monster uh the other two slots i don't know i guess so i guess we'll have to wait and see what i what would throw abadongo in there mm-hmm. i feel it like would be cool because Abba. everyone loves abba but results wise if i was going to pick anyone from japan it'd definitely be zachary his wolf is crazy 
he shows me he, i watch him i'm like how is he doing this with whoop like how is he consistently killing people with whoop it's, it's crazy I'm, I'm watching like like i'm watching him for that data that data trying to get that trying to polish up my wolf too and it's just like like this dude, this this dude, no, this we're a month in the game, and this dude's confirming off, con- got these sick confirms off these like tiny little hits. Like, yeah, yeah but I was so gonna wild. say like the the frame window for that is like this big, so it's mm-hmm. just like, I mean, overseas, I just feel like we always pale in comparison. Like when it comes to stuff overseas, it's just like they out here doing stuff. Like, like I've only seen ice climbers represented once here. Like in tournament, I think it was uh, was Zenodo who was using ice climbers, and it's just like nobody uses Ridley. We saw Ridley overseas, like Bravis using Ridley, and like to me, it feels like these overseas players using these characters that we've never seen. We ought to start to take notice because when they come over here, we're gonna get cooked. We're gonna get, we're gonna get, we're gonna get. I think we're gonna get fire flamed. Like it won't be bad, but it'll give us perspective to be like, oh. Yeah, I think, it, yeah. and I think it's all. I, I think it's always been kind of like a mentality thing when it comes to like how Americans see a competitive game like Smash versus like overseas. Like a lot of the overseas players, I feel like they're they're very dedicated to their characters. Like they're very they're they're they're, they're true loyalists. Uh, a, a good amount of them are. But I see like uh, especially once you get close to the top level in the Americas, you kind of see. Uh, it's more of a that that play to win strategy is is kind of a lot more prevalent than it would be at least mentality wise than it would be here than than overseas so you see a lot more as tier lists are getting to find out you start seeing more like kind of a lopsided care uh a lot a more lopsided kind of graph of like players leaning more towards top tiers in america especially just because they're more like oh i want to play this character to win you know i'm not like i'm not you know i'm here to mess around i'm here to get w's you know yeah and and that leads into to a topic that we were on to talk about today which is how important traveling is and a good way is how it affects the meta. Like, and leaving aside what it does for you as a player, because we can talk about that in a little bit. For the meta, it's super meta. In Smash 4, there was no relevant Wario unless your name was Gluttony. Just pronounce it. Because he pronounces it weird. So he was like the only relevant Wario. So basically, the Wario meta was super undeveloped. No one knew what to do. And then you Gluttony comes and he beats Dark Shad. He beats other people. He's top eighting at like glitches and stuff. Why was like Wario considered low tier? And the same thing happened with the Japanese Greninjas. They come over here and they, they dominate us or, or Duck Hunt. And that's and that's the cool thing about different metas. You'll see the EU tier list. They'll have Ness really high. They have Inkling really high. They have Paula really high. And then you go to Japan and they have Wolf. Zero Suit, like, Olimar really high, and Duck Hunt really high. But they'll have characters that we consider in the U.S., like, bad to be high. Because Zero Suit, most people don't think Zero Suit's strong. Japan thinks Zero Suit is really strong. And stuff like that. So meta-wise, it's really important, too. What if Reyes never comes to the U.S. and Trello drops Ridley? Patient, and then he just dies. So that's why traveling is so important to the meta as well. Yeah, as a player, I feel like, you know... This year, you should plan to go to at least two major Smash events. At least two. Because you're going to go out of state, no matter where you are, if you're in Texas, if you're in California, if you're in North Dakota, if you're in Istanbul. Like, if you leave your area to go play Smash somewhere else, and you don't play with the people that you came with, right? Very important. Then 
then you're going to see some stuff that you just probably haven't seen before, which is important to your growth as a player. You know what I'm saying? Like when I'm going to frostbite in February and I'm very excited because I know like intrinsically I'm going to do better. I went to CEO last year and um, I played street fighter there and uh, Tom button was there. I mean, not Tom button, but El, El Chocolate was there and Mojo was there. And I play Armika and they played their two of the best Armikas in the country. And they showed me some things I'd never seen before stuff that I wouldn't see in my own region or my yeah. own or my own city. So as a player, I feel like it's important that you need to expand your horizons and go out to travel, especially if you've never done it before, because you might end up liking it. You know, yeah, you might end sure. up, you, you might end up, you know, falling in love with it and uh, tickets are cheap. They're not, too too expensive if you have a plan to go out of state. I think the worst thing that a player can do if they're trying to play this game competitively is just refine themselves to only one area, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I remember traveling and I went to Naira Saga. And one of the things that has led me to winning tournaments, and it was something super simple that I saw from a Bayo player there that amazing he was like a 2-2 at like a 70-man bracket kind of player so he's not like he was i don't know like captain zach and he he would do second up be nair off the side they died 60 it was way better than up air because it wasn't like it was as more true a lot of the times i never knew i could do that and then i started doing that and i remember i beat hockey with it like three times like i think i won the tournament with like Side B, up B, and he's like kind of towards the side, and he's at 60. I'm like, hmm, he probably died down, so Nair would hit. And then it hit, and he died. And he was like, I never knew you could do that. And it, and that's just something minor that you learn, like actual combos. And then just learning how they how to deal with different play styles, too. Because even in Texas, Austin's considered kind of like aggressive in general, and Dallas is considered super aggressive. San or actually Dallas is super slow and San Antonio is I'm pressing buttons in your face I'm super aggressive and then so you get to learn how to deal with those kinds of play styles by traveling to different places as well yeah I mean shoot I I was super unsure about if Smash was something I wanted to do seriously until uh gosh it was like I'd been playing PM for a few months Smash 4 just came out on on the console uh I went with some some guys like our scene was just in its infancy and it was just a group of us just like uh we drove to a nike tournament in san antonio i gosh i was playing rob at the time and dude i got i got waxed hard in that like i was already getting waxed at like the tiny tournaments we were having in angelo but to go to san antonio is a whole new level of just getting bopped but like get getting hitting the road with your friends and going through and playing all these friendlies learning new things and everything like that like i was that hooked me into the game and and you know, now it's like I'm traveling, you know, we're traveling all around the state almost every weekend doing this. You know, I'm planning to hit a few majors in the summer. Like, they, it's amazing. Not only what traveling can do for your growth as a player, but also just for, like, your enjoyment of the game. Because you can only, the game can only be so much fun when you're playing the same 5, 10, 20 people every week or three times a week, depending on how big your city is and all the weeklies you've got. But, you know, big trips like that or even, shoot, weekend trips to, like, San Antonio or Austin or Houston or something like that can just... Like it, you learn so much from those just those little trips and it makes such a big difference uh compared to just kind of staying at home and 
you know, trying to rank up your GSP or something like that. A lot of people think it's inconvenient to like leave or they think it's more convenient just to stay at home and just wait for the big events to come to uh to the big events to come to your neck of the woods. Like um Houston, we really don't have any majors. Like except for Texas Showdown in that regard, you know what I'm saying? Um like Texas Showdown. So in the game lineup, right? Um Smashes in the game lineup. It's back in the game lineup, right? So, you know, I wish venue was a lot cheaper because it's like $55. Oh, yeah. And I feel like it's because of that reason that, like, Texas Showdown isn't going to get, like, a lot of the Smash participants because that venue fee is so high. And really, historically, you know, Texas Showdown is an FGC event. We're going to have, uh, I think, the Arc Revo World Tour is coming through. And and uh, I'm not sure if Capcom Cup is going to be confirmed for that uh, event yet, but um, it's just a history FGC event. So at this point, what's the difference between Smash and FGC? Like, really, what really, what is the what is the difference? Because you really can't you really can't call this game a party game anymore. Yeah, it's not. It, it's evolved, and you could tell with the direction that Ultimate took, and and a lot of aspects. And I think the biggest difference. Aside from obviously them like being different games because they they are technically, and I think that's one thing that Smash is missing. But it's also really hard to put together because there's it's not going to be a Nintendo circuit, or, or at least more than likely not going to be a Nintendo official circuit. It's going to be something like a two GG doing it, so they have to talk to other TOs, and then and it gets messy. But when it's like the Capcom Cup. It's Capcom, the people that made the game, going to these events and being like, hey, we're helping you with like prize support and it's going to count towards our tour. And it's easy, it's simple. Well, relatively simple because it's the developer itself. So it's like super, super official. And they're the ones picking it out. And when, when we've tried it in the Smash 4, it's kind of hard because you have to talk to so many different TOs and then try to implement these plans, like how Aftershock did it or how the 2GG circuit tried to do it and then it ended up collapsing completely. So it's 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 hard to do it without Nintendo directly doing it. But I think that's the biggest thing. And it's not necessarily like we need a circuit. It'd be nice. It'd be cool. Smash has prospered without it and it can continue to prosper without it. But I think that's the biggest difference because... The weeklies, Smash is bigger. Like, FGC weeklies basically don't exist. I mean, well, they exist. Nah, but they even exist. when Street Fighter V was big, like, uh, NLBC was only getting 30 max. And now Smash Ultimate is getting 100 every week in, like, cities. So it's it, the local scene is kind of different. They don't have big tournaments as often. It's normally once a month at best. At least if you're following the Capcom Pro Tour, like for premiere events or something like that. Right. Yeah, I really it's do. It's not think, every month. Yeah, I really do think like that. That's that that Nintendo back support is really like the last thing Smash needs to kind of get over the wall of like just a party game. Because until until the developers of the game come out and say, "Hey, this isn't just a party game," it, we're just kind of looking at the opinions of those who play Smash Brothers and consider it a fighting game, and those who don't play Smash Brothers and play game, you know, play their Street Fighters or their Guilty Gears or whatever, and and they see it as a party game. 
I I like to say I'm optimistic about it. You know, I they they Nintendo's kind of backed like Splatoon tournaments and things like that. So I think I I think like a Nintendo sponsored like circuit or event isn't entirely out of the question. Uh, like they did the Invitational, which was huge. It was yeah. something they probably never do with the Smash Four, much less any of their other Smash games. So I. I get it, it sucks because like it's not really something that I think is needed for Smash to be considered like part of the FGC. You know, realistically, you could consider it kind of its own thing, and it's okay to be its own thing if yeah. if that's what everybody wants it to be. You know, but ultimately, I, I do think that's yeah, that is one of the things that's kind of holding it back. I guess for for lack of a better term, looking at that Texas Showdown tournament, I was just thinking in my head like you could really crack. 300 people to come to this tournament really easily if you take that venue fee down to 20 bucks yeah and, and you take, that's that, the thing you take about that venue down to that. about 20 to 30 dollars then you'll have then you not only have a venue that could that won't cap you have a venue that won't cap at like 300 you can invite as many people as you want in there but like you got to make it you have to make it a main stage game you have to make it a main stage game, and if you don't put a cap on it, it's just like, then, you know, this could be a thing. Because I think as many people should be trying to ride the Smash 5 train as possible. I think as many people needs to hop on this as possible. So the FGC side, I'm really interested to see how many entrants Frosty Faustings gets for Smash Ultimate, because they're hosting it, and Final Round is going to be hosting it. So it's just like, I'm very interested to see how many entrants can you get at an FGC event with Smash Brothers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, excluding Evo, uh, it's shown that it's not that many, which is surprising because a lot of Smashers like traditional FGC. Even if they don't play it, they definitely watch it. Like, So it's, it's surprising to me that events like, um, like uh, a combo breaker haven't been more successful Smash-wise. But I think that will change in Ultimate. But uh, I think for Texas specifically, Texas Showdown is in a weird place because it's not going to fly in any top players. I don't think it has a pop bonus. It is a main stage game. They said it's having, a five, I think it's five twelve cap, and it's going to be in the top eights on Sunday or whatever. And that's great. It's Unless there's a pop bonus, people from out of state are going to come because it's not known as a smash event. And then Smash event and no out of states coming. And the last years, no one really went unless you were Houston because it was so expensive. It's not going to feel like the big Texas regional. It's because most Texas regionals are now $20 venue at best, or at worst, I should say. So everyone's like, oh, it's cheap. And then Texas Showdown comes along and it's 55 and it doesn't feel like a major because players there from this or from the world or whatever. So then it's just Texas, and it's like we've just paid fifty-five bucks when most of our regionals are one day. I pay ten bucks or twenty bucks, and then I'm done that day. It's yeah. not two days or three days or fifty-five. But that, like, the thing is, if it was like Genesis just in Houston, people would go because Genesis right. costs like eighty-five. But they, it's more Genesis is like, oh, this is my Smash event. This is a Smash major. Everyone's coming, regardless if there's a pop bonus or not. For Texas Showdown, it doesn't have that luxury. And I think if the FGC wants to maybe get that feeling, I don't I don't think pop bonus is necessarily the way to go. 
I think it's events. Texas Showdown, not necessarily like an ARFI, who it's just trying to be a monthly. But for like Texas Showdown, it's a once a year event. I think it's very good for them if they want Smash to succeed. Bring out a Zero, an MK Leo. Because then other people from out of state will come because they're like, oh, well, if I win this, Iro and MK Leo, and you know, I'll keep going and I'll do really well. And I get a lot of clout for winning or doing well. And uh, I think that's one thing that the FGC events lack. Because normally what I see, it's don't rarely see. And then it's someone like Shoyo James showing up and just cleaning the tournament. Or it's someone like Fatality showing up because it was an anime con in Georgia. So obviously a bunch of events. But no one was going because it's not well advertised. And say Fatality just cleans it up and stuff like that. Let me uh, pitch you this, right? So... Texas Showdown, right, is going to have MK11. Okay. Sonic Fox could come up here. He could come to Texas Showdown because MK11 will be one of the first tournaments that has it, you know, has it that it's being played at a major. So Sonic Fox comes, right? What if he plays? What if you play? What if Sonic Fox decides, like, okay, I'm gonna play MK11, but Ultimate this year, I'm gonna play Ultimate. Does that draw in people? At least viewership wise, maybe yeah. not necessarily to the event, but viewership for the next year, people remember it because they watched it. It was Sue. The year after Sue got uh, whatever he did, uh, everyone just showed up and they're like, whoa, like Frostbite? This event's crazy. So then the next Frostbite was massive. It like almost tripled in size. Yeah, so. I, I, I think I think something like if Sonic Fox entered Ultimate, that would definitely help a, a lot in their regard. But I think what really would put it over the top is if Sonic Fox is like, okay, I'm coming to Texas Showdown, and then somebody, a big hitter that's a, like an established Ultimate main uh, player comes in is like, even somebody like Sam Sora who's like, hey, I'm gonna be at Texas Showdown too, and then it's like, oh man, we could see. Sam Sora and Sonic Fox fight like this is Sonic Fox's like first big test if he if he wants to be as good as ultimate and good in ultimate as he says he's going to be. Okay. Um. Well, that's just something like you know, interesting. I guess like still throughout all these years, like throughout all the, of the same video games that we play, like everybody thought that oh my goodness, like Dragon Ball is gonna is gonna bridge the gap between you know, Smash Brothers and FGC players, which it kind of did, you know, Leffen played for a little while. He was actually one of the top players in that game. Um, we say, Everybody thought that, like, you know, that this game was going to bridge the uh, bridge the gap between FGC players and Smash players, and it kind of has. We just haven't seen the full force yet, but it's only been one month. So, you know what I'm saying? It's not that, not that crucial right now. I was on Twitter, and I saw uh, Brian F., uh, he was with UIU. He uh, he plays with Luigi, and he's zero to death. Somebody. I thought that was dope. Justin yeah. Long was out here making uh, Smash content. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the Kill Sage and Sonic Fox were playing the game, so it's interesting to see like you know our two worlds collide. But I'm just more interested in to see like how we're all finally going to be on the same game, or Smash will actually hold that big of an interest in another realm of competitive gaming you know what i'm saying yeah i agree it's like it's like if we were it's like if we were like 
we're not the first person shooters. Like Smash is like the Fortnite. And Rainbow and like and Rainbow Six is the Rainbow Six and 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 Counter Strike and Halo and Call of Duty. Like, but but we're we're Fortnite and we don't we're not, you know, everyone likes us, but we're just not, you know, considered in the same realm. Yeah, I, I, uh, that that's a pretty good analogy. Yeah, it's yeah. like we're you know we're a little more cartoony than the rest. There's a uh, you know you don't play our game exactly the same way you do an FPS. There's a little I guess a little extra to it in terms of like what all you can play. But then you've got yeah, like you said, there are people that are like CS:GO diehards and, and Rainbow Six diehards that are just like yeah, Fortnite's cool I guess, but it's not like a real FPS. It's not yeah. right. You know, it's not. <laughs> it, you know, there's no. There's not enough tactical precision, you know, or it's like it's a bunch, or you know, no one's no, no one flosses in my game. Uh, <laughs> no one has uh, disco ball grenades and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The, speaking of crazy, so TGC returns happened uh, this weekend. Getting into these uh, these juicy results, I'm pretty sure everybody in your organization is on steroids, Bobbles. <laughs> I want I want their thumbs checked. I want their hands checked. I want to make sure that they're playing this game fair, because Meme should have lost. But oh, there's so many times where he should have lost. But there's he so many times where he shouldn't have lost, but he did not lose. And I, I want to know, I want to know what Flintstone vitamins y'all feed him. <laughs> Is it only Fred's? Some Barney's? Like I'm, I'm trying to find out. You gotta, you gotta re- find that good ratio. Yeah, I, man, I, I think like. We we all knew going in like Meme Meme is definitely like our our strongest ca- I I I think our strongest player out of our current CE roster, and to just see him like like we like I saw him I comment I I commentated this his set in winners where he lost to he lost to Denti, and I was like oh that was rough but yeah you know I was like he could probably like, he can make it out no worries you know, maybe get like thirteenth or seventeenth or something like that but. Man, he just hit like top thirty-two oh, yeah. started. And he just hit the ball rolling, dude. Like we had all the rest of us were all out at like thirty-third or forty-ninth or something like that. And 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 maybe it just comes through and just puts us all on his back and just starts name after name after name. Just starts oh, yeah. just, just starts taking people. It was yeah, it was sure. insane. So for context, we're obviously talking about TGC returns happening in Houston, Texas, a three hundred entrance. They had people, we had people like uh, Bestnet, Elegant, uh, Trella, Mega Fox, all these people. And then the top eight was at seventh place was Hockey and Avoid, both Snake players, both DFW, which is Cheeks and Karna, Cheeks of Cloud, and then Karna, which is Inkling Krom Duo. Fourth was Ismon, which is Banjo's boy, using mainly Falco, probably some Wario. And then third was Mega Fox. Second, the god Meme, who we were just talking about, made an insane losers run after losing to Denti in pools. I got the list. Right here. I got the list then Trella right here. was too good, and Trella wins with Ridley and man, Grand Finals was great, and the, the event was crazy. I mean, Best Nest got thirteenth, Elegant got twenty fifth. Like, yeah, that was that. That I think was the most shocking part because you up until now, like every time. Uh, we flew, especially Houston. Houston would fly in. Uh, Elegant was always somebody who visited Houston, uh, but it was always top eight was mostly the out of state players that we flew in. But now it was a, a looking at looking at it and just seeing an all Texas top eight made me feel really like I already felt pretty good about Texas and Ultimate. But now uh, this just confirms the fact that like we're we we might be one of the one of the like 
golden the golden jewels of or the you know the crown jewels of, te- of America when it comes to Smash. It's like it's just another hub like Tri-State or 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 the SoCal's and, and or the Contos and things like that. Like no, I don't want to put this as. I mean, the, uh, obviously the, we're not we're not going to be like. I don't want to put this as the Kanto region just not, yet. Not just yet. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I will say that like I want to see like a bunch of these guys go out. I want to see a bunch of these guys go out because even you know at the last game, um, at the height of it, other than Lima, of course, winning you know Evolution fighting fighting series. 20 uh 2017 like he did or was it 2018 it was 2018, 2018. yeah for him for him to win uh evo like he did um you know texas has always been there but it's just like been like one or two and other than lima you know nobody was really cracking top eights like that to be honest with you, we yeah. saw it every. We saw them, you know, make a crazy run out of state where they were top thirty-two, getting top eight, and almost getting top eight. Like, oh, they made ninth, and we're we're really happy about that. But nah, I'm trying to see at least ten people from Texas end up in those top eight situations. Oh, for sure. At least, at least get at least get us back to like the brawl numbers we were putting up. Oh yeah, and brawl, we, we man, had... we were so good. <laughs> We were so good in Brawl. Because to see, like, Bestness getting 13th and then Elegant getting 25th, yeah. I, I, I can't truly say whether it's us or whether, you know, nobody's that good yet, but time will tell. Yeah. Time will tell. Uh, yeah, and I, it was like a lot of people were like, oh, you know, it was the stage list that made these top players get no 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 y'all entered that tournament as advertised Mm -hmm. is the the stageless for banned like look is the stageless doo-doo absolutely this is the this is that is by and large the the worst stageless i have ever seen ever in a game ever but it was as advertised so y'all can't really you know I can't really blame it on them on the map. You know what I'm saying? If somebody takes you there, you know what I mean. You had bans, or if you really felt like that you didn't want to subject yourself to that, then you then you probably didn't need to enter. Right. Not, sure. to, not to sound not to sound like a, a negative Nancy or whatever, but I mean that's real. Yeah. Like I mean, don't get me. Yeah. Like it wasn't a perfectly ran tournament. They we were behind. You know, there was a lot. There there was a lot going on. I waited forever to play my pool, but. Mm-hmm. All of that aside, like I, I was watching the the elegant Joker set, uh, where Joker Joker beat him. Like there was game two, I think El- Joker killed him at like thirty on Brinstar with a fully charged uh, Samus. That's Trash the body. devil. Which, which, yeah, don't get me wrong, that's some jank. But we went to game three. It was Elegant's counterpick on battlefield, and Elegant got reverse three stock by Joker. Like I understand. Maybe maybe not being put in that situation because of Brinstar or, or whatever, but like getting reverse three stocked, yeah. Like at that point, it's just on you, man. Like that is, and and I watched the Sam Boner Elegant set, and it was all legal, like the normal legal stages. I mean, sure, maybe Elegant wasn't able to ban what he wanted to because he had to ban Saffron City or whatever. Right. It wasn't you weren't playing on Brinstar, so. And then and it's and both players, Best Nest and Elegant, have proven to be 
pretty solid already. I mean, Bestness got top eight at uh, Splat Bros. Elegant got third at SoCal Chronicles, beating people like Larry and stuff. And it's yeah, very yeah, likely like, like, that it's not a fluke that they did that. So it's like, it's a mix of a lot of things of them maybe not having their best day or Texas having their best day. But sure. man, it was fun to watch. Oh yeah, it looked like I said first one tournament. Obviously, this isn't this isn't setting the path for for either of those players. They're they're both gonna, you know, hopefully do wait. Hopefully, you know, continue the success they had a couple weeks ago, just tearing through SoCal yeah. tour- tournaments and 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 Splat Bros and things like that. You know, this is just, you know, I hope that this tournament proves that Texas that Texas can compete with top players uh, across the country. I hope that this confirms that. Never ever put Saffron City on your stage list, and I <laughs> hope that this, you know, this this isn't just like a bump in the road for not not only for out of state players coming in, but for Texas Smash too. If we can bring more top players back in at another event, especially with, you know, you know, low two low two cities like our big our big Texas event, that's the you know about half a year away that we come in, we defend we defend our turf like we did here, or like we hopefully will do in future tournaments. Like that's gonna be gonna be a fun 2019 for for texas smash for certain yeah and it's not gonna be the last time elegant comes to texas for sure and bestness has already expressed interest in coming to nfa which is like three weeks from now so it's not the last time we're gonna see them it's not the last time we're gonna see new top players like i'm sure mk leo will eventually drop by i'm sure naira will drop by the buzz for low tier city cosmos etc they can all get it Mm -hmm. they can all get it for sure they can all get it We gotta talk Texas, about the other big. Don't tournament. send, don't send your B team. Don't. You gotta send your A team because you have to send, not, you have to send your A team because you might get got. But uh, your boy Zach Ray, he won uh, Umabora SP2, which had 500 plus entrants in it over there in uh, Japan. You love you some Zach Ray, don't you, Bobbles? Oh, <laughs> absolutely, dude. Look, with look, my as always, uh, Bowser players are stretched thin uh in 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 smash brothers so you know you you most of my most of my favorite players end up being like the guys that play my secondaries so i've been playing i've been working on this wolf for a bit and just watching this dude tear through all of japan makes you feel real I mean, put puts a lot of faith into the character into into zachary as a player himself i know he didn't i had heard his name in four like kind of briefly but like he was never somebody i consider like the top tier of, of japanese players but God, this dude, this dude's got a crazy, crazy run. I think that this is just one of his uh, many tournament wins that he's had so far. I think the only yeah. I've seen like maybe one tournament he didn't win. He got like ninth or something. He's, like been, he's been super dominant in Japan so far. Obviously, it's only a month, so dominant might be too strong of a word. But I mean, he's been doing crazy. He was a Corin Bayo player in Smash Four towards the tail end, just Bayo, and he was doing good. And, he, and I think he started winning like towards the very like last month of smash 4 but he was doing good and to, to go to wolf that's such a different character and do so well and like he's he's competing versus people like shutan who has a better olimar and we obviously know what shutan could do in smash 4 mm-hmm. and then hikaru is still good and then uh like abadongo is getting like 17th and koma rikiri is get, using the same character but he's getting ninth but zachary is winning with wolf like Zachary is so fun to watch, and the G- the Japan tournaments are really fun to watch so far. Because like we have Yukara, the Fox, getting fourth. Like, who is he? We we haven't heard of him in Smash Four for sure, unless it's a player that changes tag because they do that pretty often. 
It's such a fun thing. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this top eight for Umabura two, and we've got eight players, eight different characters. Yeah, like, ten, ten, ten. If you count Hikaru's Wario secondary and Zachary's Ike, which I guess yeah. he used sparingly, but that's he, still he like, used it versus Yakara. I know that he went all Ike versus Fox at, at the minimum. Uses Wolf so, for almost everything else, and like Zachary is like leading the Wolf meta. Like he, this man is like landing with weak Nair and doing it, doing it into side B or fair into like instant turnaround back air. Like yeah, it's, that's oh my. God, that's the I devil think. working. I don't trust that. He opened up like he. Opened, I saw one game. He opened up. He just ran up fast, fell near up smash, and it. Yeah, like, and what? I'm like, wait, <laughs> I could do that. Like, like that's oh, a, so that, yeah, I I was watching a set earlier, and I'm just I I think I said that's a thing at least yeah. five times a set. <laughs> Dude, he's he's so good at using back air. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm like watching, and I feel kind of bad for Shuton because he's getting bared at 80 and dying. But those bears are like so well placed. It's like, how did you know? It's so crazy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the, like I'm just looking at like I've got this. I've got like this. Uh, I've got the results uh, up on up on this page here, and it's like, like it's it's so cool watching the ja- the Japanese meta evolve. Watching this character diversity too. That just that's just incredible. Yeah. I don't see like I'm looking at I'm looking at this. I don't see a repeat character until. Choco at ninth, and then uh, Yamanyan at at thirteenth, and that's the that's the first repeat, and then I don't get another one until Pisarimon uh, at thirteenth with Fox. That's crazy. Character so. diversity yeah. is really good too, because even if we look at TGC, there's there's like what nine different characters, and then if you look at all the other a couple of the other tournaments that happen, Inkling won four like a hundred man tournaments over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I, like two were weeklies, but like three were regionals. So Inkling's yeah. finally getting results, and you're seeing top players like Sive and Fallen do that. And you saw Fox, you saw you saw Mewtwo, Ike, Snake, like all these characters yeah. in different places, not always at the same tournament. So like Pokemon Trainer and all these different characters at different places are getting top eight, and it's so fun to watch so many different characters. Like and towards the end of Smash Four, we're seeing maybe the same six plus like one of the high tiers or mid tiers that was really good because they had a really good confirm. Mm-hmm. So then in this game, it's like three different characters win a tournament at a high level. Like not just your random weekly and who knows where. Like we're talking a hundred plus man like fatality or something like that is there and 30 different characters that won a tournament like that a month in. And sure, it's a month in, we might see those characters fall or rise. But I don't remember that happening in Smash 4, and we thought Smash 4 was pretty well balanced at the beginning, too. Yeah. So it's a mix of the game feeling better, so people are more comfortable using whoever they want to use, and yeah. then probably the game being overall more balanced, and it, yeah, it's I, so fun to watch. I think that's, like, the big the big thing is, like, out of the box, it's an incredibly balanced game. Like, with with Smash 4, the, the first, like, the pre-patch, like, the, the, so the vanilla version of the game, was so that broken. was... Woo! That was a that was a that was a fun time to be a Smash Brothers player. Let me tell you that much. Sonic yeah, back throw, killing at eighty five. Cheek Trump. Greninja up smash. Yeah, yeah Greninja, Greninja up smash. smash. Mega Man down smash doing forty. I was a Greninja main for three DS days, just like because Shuriken. Just because yeah. uh, Shuriken did like Shuriken was the ultimate edge guarding tool. So that's that that's the crazy part about that. Yeah, and yeah. and of course you know. Down throw down beat with Luigi. That was uh, that was, oh, yeah. uh oh, juicy. I remember, oh, good days, good days. Oh, yeah, bro. 
And uh, I mean, in a sense, that move is back. But you know, Luigi's grab kind of sucks. Everybody yeah. thought it was. Everybody think. Everybody thinks Luigi's grab is good, but it's just. It's it's not. It's super committal, and you have to make an informed decision and be like, okay, well, it's time to grab you now. And if you whiff, you die. Pass. Pass. Where the grab got buffed. It's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see not only like we've seen all these different like players within the first few tournaments, but now we got Glitch Six, which is happening this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have uh, Axe is gonna be there. So is uh, Vinny. And Salem and MBD, but the most interesting one to come out of this bunch is probably Captain Zach, who's going to be there. Captain Zach, who I believe is based off the stream I watch, the stream that I watched when the, uh, he was playing Zero, that man was using Bayonetta still. Mm-hmm. I, I know he said he, uh, from what I've seen, he's he's kind of rotating between Bayonetta and Peach right now, but I... He's definitely, like, out of all the players, all the top players going there, he's definitely the person I've got my eye the most on. Because, like, I, the one thing I did like about Captain Zack that, uh, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from the other top players of the game, but this man legitimately enjoyed enjoys Bayonetta as a franchise, as a series, as a character. And like, it's, Yeah, this man is like, um, he's like... He's like with me with if if Banjo Kazooie was in the game. Yeah, like, exactly. It didn't matter. It didn't matter if that man was low tier or not. It didn't matter exactly. if, if Bayonetta's low tier, high tier, whatever. Captain Zack was gonna play Bayonetta. Oh, absolutely. Matter. So it'll be interesting to see because like I think he'll be the forefront of the Bayonetta uh, meta at least for the, probably the first six months to a year of the game until uh, he so he can set a standard so the rest of the Bayos can kind of catch up. So it'll be interesting to see is if Bayo really is like one of the I don't know just another one of the fifty characters that you can play in tournament uh, in this game so far, or if he's gonna be, um, you know, just a shell of the character that it was in in Smash Four. Yeah, and I, I'm so excited for this tournament because a lot of the the character specialists are coming out like I'm like uh, Pink Fresh. He's been using Lucas. He's like. And if you remember Pink Fresh from the PM days, his Lucas was electric to watch, and he's yeah. like, I'm loving Lucas, and I've seen him post some crazy stuff with Zare, and I'm excited to see that. And then people like ZD, Wadi's first big tournament, like yep. Tweak is going. You have people like Gen, who got top eight at Let's, Let's Make Moves. This Paul has been uh, doing Palutena, great. Yeah. Shoyo James, like so many people are going. It's going to be such a fun tournament to watch, such an important tournament, because it's, it's what, two weeks before Genesis? Yeah, this is this is the last stop. Be, uh, this is the biggest tournament before Genesis, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So this is going to be a very big precedent to set before Genesis, and man, it's going to be so fun to watch. Yeah, gonna be, I'm, I'm taking a cute. look at this. I'm taking a look at this entry list right now, and uh, you know, you've got uh, like Axe, MK Leo, Tweak, Nairo, Salem, uh, Mistake, who's now going, I think, by his first name now to, to oh, him. No, Talim. To me, yeah, mm-hmm. Cosmos, Zach, Isan. Uh, I'm actually gonna check for. Ch- I think Chillin is also. Is Chillin entering? Chillin, dude. Is Chillin entering Ultimate? Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, absolutely. If Let's go, Chillin. All right. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking for one boy though. Is he there? He is. Okay. So, uh, my my other player that I'm gonna keep a good eye out on is uh, Static, uh, the the Bowser player. Definitely same, the, same. Obviously, same. as 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 a Bowser main, like I got to root for the boy. Uh, he's he was kind of the guy that was like, 
you all thought Bowser was going to be bad. Like he came out like week one, got that top eight at at launch. Uh, so I hope he can. I hope he can. Ca- he can continue his success and kind of keep oh. the Bowser train going. And along. I'm sure Parappa's going to be there, and he's been playing Ryu, and he's been making people look at Ryu and be like, "Wait, we thought this character wasn't that good." And I was watching. I'm like, "Wait, mm-hmm. what are you talking about this character's still mad good." And, and there's so many players that I'm just so excited to see. I hope Van the Ganon is going from there because he was so good in Smash Four. I remember we did a crew battle versus his crew at SmashCon, and I had to play him, and I got rocked. I was like, man, <laughs> why did I just get body by Ganon? And now Ganon is a lot better. He can be more aggressive, which plays the Vans play style, and I'm just so excited for this tournament. It's going to be so fun to watch. And, and for it to be the prelude to Genesis is just perfect timing. I agree, because, um, like... It's it's like uh it's kind of been like a perfect storm for storylines in Smash right now to where everything can just collide and I think Genesis Six is gonna be just one of that's gonna start the year off right when it comes to Smash. We thought all of these sure. events were gonna be the ones that we like. Oh my oh my goodness, this is advancing the meta. Oh these players are good, but nah, some people were they're really gonna find out about themselves when this tournament happens. Absolutely, yeah. this is like the first the first kind of big kind of put up or shut up tournament for for ultimate this is the first that has everyone there like yeah there's tweak is is there like every like smash conference and socal uh chronicles they kind of separated but glitch still has now has some of the socal players going and then tweak will be there as well like tweak and nairo were missing from both socal chronicles and uh uh smash conference and now they're both going to be at glitch with the yeah, Soka Chronicles cool. people, with the Smash Conference people, with a couple extra, like this is the first like true, true, true major, and man, yeah, we're sitting at oh, it's so close. Yeah, it's my man go. Bobbles was sitting at the was looking at that numbers just like I was. Six hundred and five entrants in this tournament. Dang. six oh five. That's so ultimate. So cool. Ultimate is so cool. Six hundred five entrants, dog. Six hundred five entrants. I'm looking at I'm this. I'm excited to watch like, Squad Strike too. Who has the deeper pockets? I think yeah. it's Tweak. I probably I hope, I, hope they stream. Tweak. I hope they stream some Squad Strike. I think, I think you know, doubles is still kind of up in the air for a lot of people as as a format in in Smash in an Ultimate, just because of just the way the game looks, like its aesthetics. It can make doubles a little difficult to play. But uh, I I really want Squad Strike to be kind of featured prominently as well, just so we can show people like, hey, this is more than just one of the party game modes of the game. This can be a legitimate format if we yeah. give it the space that it needs. Agreed. For sure. I agree. Agreed. I got 1,000 people, 1,000 people in Melee singles, 2,027 in Ultimate singles. Yeah, Genesis Two, is massive. 2,027. Winning a pool out of 128 people? <laughs> yeah. Out of 100, there's 128 pools at this tournament. 128. 128 pools, if there's 2,000 people, that's like 20 people per pool, something yeah, like that. So, so literally that's winning, big. So winning a, a, a small local will, will get you out of pools. Then you got to go to the next wave of pools. Which yeah. is like winning a big local. And then after that, it's like to make even top 32, you have the top three regional, essentially. That's crazy. Progression's going to go for Genesis. That's, and that's a good that's, way of thinking about it. That's that's uh, that's blowing my mind because it's just yeah. like where you're really gonna find out how good you are. Oh, yeah. You really are. 
You will because a lot of people, there's going to be a lot of Owen tours at this tournament. So you're really going to find out how good you are coming up. But that's actually, um, that's what uh, what we're going to be looking out for this weekend as we continue our road to G6. But uh, that's everything for this week. That is everything. That's everything we got. That's everything I got. I'm, yeah. After Texas I mean, Showdown, I, I mean, after add. Texas Showdown, after TGC, I'm just like, nah, like I'm, I am. I'm I'm good for Smash for now until the next weekend starts. So now we're about to get even more Smash. So I'm really excited for that. Yeah, there wasn't Smash. much news, but I mean the summit was cool. And then like the I'm excited for Glitch, the Umabura and TGC results, and a couple other tournaments were pretty pretty fun to look at, like data wise. So it was a relatively slow week for Smash in terms of news, but slowly progressing more and more. Yeah, but uh, now that we have Bobbles with us, we hope that he will join us, you know, every week. He's our new third, so we're really happy to have him. We're really happy to have a third input. God knows that I'm really list- tired of listening to myself. Dragon, I looked at the computer and thought I was, I was, I was like, yeah, he, was actually looking, he was like, bro, is he going to roast me? Like, nah, it's all good. Bro. It's not love around here, but we're really happy to have you, Bobbles. Oh, absolutely. If you guys will have me, I'll, if you guys will have me back next week, I'll be back next week as this. Like I said, I love talking about Smash to anybody that'll that'll uh, you know won't shut their ears when I open my mouth. So if I can do it in front of a mic and a camera, that makes it even better. Bad. wonderful. So uh, that's gonna be our show. Uh, big shout out to Button Check and Mainline.gg for uh, giving us this wonderful platform and uh, letting us reverberate that back to the people out there. So uh, I'm Banjo. Drago. I'm Bobbles. And uh, we will see you guys next week.